He's Amos. And I feel pregnant. I'm Blake. He's Blake. Let's review everything. He's pregnant, Amos, because it is 2017 or 18. It's 2017. When we're recording this, but what if this comes out in 2018? Uh, then we're liars. Well, we're not liars. I mean, I think anyone at this point that knows this podcast is we have recorded far in advance to make sure it was worth people listening to, right? Something by the time like by the time this reaches your ears, it may or may not be 2018. All true. <laughs> Welcome to Let's Review Everything, a podcast where we review everything. Today, as every day, not every day, every podcast day, do we ha- can we name this day? What is this day called? Like when we get together and record podcasts, is it like does it have a name? Sunday. Well, so when, today. so when we review on Saturdays, do we call it Sunday podcast day? Or can it just be called... I just realized how intense looking your wedding ring is. Well, I mean, the skull and crossbones were a little much, <laughs> but I thought it now, was good. I'm instantly totally disappointed by your wedding <laughs> did ring. You, did you steal that off the wall from a Planet Hollywood where it had a bunch of expendables? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, basically, you but, know how they like they glue and nail all the stuff against yeah, the yeah. wall? I brought just a little, little blowtorch, heated it up, just glue a, fell right off. A small settling blowtorch. Yeah. The epoxy disappeared, and I came out with this bitchin' wedding ring. With me, as usual, Amos, a reunion of the three musketeers that reviewed comics at one point. A celebrity. Can we be the three amigos? I like that. The three amigos among comic book people that review things. But with me is a good friend of mine, a new friend of Amos's. I mean, we've been doing the podcast for a while. Yeah, but you guys just became friends recently, right? What does that even mean? Smiling Dave. I didn't learn his last name was Rumford until like a good. (laughs) Oh, actually, (laughs) we can't talk about that because I am too private a person, but my last name shows up in the movie a lot. Uh, They said it repeatedly, and it was weird. Oh, yeah. Well, that kind of. That narrows it down, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Well, just just watch Junior and and see how many times they say Rumford out loud. (laughs) Dave. Rumford and Sons. How have you been? I'm well. You so you got a new apartment. That's nice. I got a new apartment. I'm living in that deluxe apartment in the sky. You, um, you're not dead. I'm not dead. So that's good. That's true. Guess what? We're reviewing Junior today, a film starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and other information that I will give at a later time. Before we get into that wonderful film, let's do some icebreakers. <laughs> Nothing? Really? Well, from I, neither of you. I was thinking about Arnold Schwarzenegger doing an ice impression. Well, it, that's well, pretty easy. You know what? All it would be is his lines from Batman uh, and Robin. Batman Robin. Never saw it. Do you know what killed the dinosaurs? <laughs> the Ice Age. Okay, you don't need to see the movie, but what you do need to see is the YouTube video. It's just his that's lines. just his, his puns because really? they're phenomenal. Do you know that they filmed every, every sequence that he's in in that movie in – two days because that's how long they had him for so great. he got paid double what every other person in that movie made and he filmed for two days even george clooney yes well george clooney was still in er at the time this is 1997 huh it's a whole different george clooney world my friend yeah yeah it's not today's george clooney world actually i got a little icebreaker of my own really quickly he called us the three amigos which one are we because i i feel like i feel like i'd be chevy chase <laughs> i think so too <laughs> You're definitely Chevy Chase. <laughs> Who are the other two? Martin, Martin Short, Short and Steve, and Steve Martin. Martin. 
Oh, wait, no, you're definitely Steve Martin. I'm Steve Martin? Really? Yeah. I think you're Steve Martin. <laughs> because Steve Martin's, like, funny, and when you get to know him, he's probably a nice guy, but I think most people don't like him. That's Chevy Chase. Yeah, I was That's Chevy say, Chase? That's definitely Chevy Chase. I think they both are horrible, so I'm going no, with no, Steve Martin's no, no, a completely no. lovable guy. Really? Yeah. Chevy I'm, Chase is a total asshole. I'm going I'm to be Martin Short only because... you're Canadian? Yes, and I... I think he's probably deep down inside a good person. Yeah, he definitely. Appears I've never, to be. I've never heard anything negative about him or Steve Martin, but I've only ever heard that Chevy Chase is a giant dickhead. What, uh, what was the character that Martin Short used to do on Saturday Night Live? Jiminy Glick? No, 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 no. no. The uh, guy with the the, the suspenders. Oh, the, oh, oh, with the hat, the no, no, no the hair that the went hair, yeah, all pointy. What was his name? I cannot remember. That was way he was back. like if he was like Pee Wee Herman before Pee Wee Herman. A little bit. But you know what's funny is that uh, I saw an interview recently that was like a cast reunion of um, Family Matters. And they asked Jill White. They were like, you know, how did you come up with the inspiration for Urkel? And he said, oh, you'd never know it because I'm black and I look nothing like him. But it was really me just doing Martin Short's, that character's name. He's like, that's just me doing that character. And if you think about it, he like nails that character. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. He's like, but I'm black, so no one noticed (laughs) That reminds me of that Urkel sketch on Key and Peele. Oh, where he was like, yeah. amazing. <laughs> where he could use his I mind. I have seen that. <laughs> oh, you got Wait, it. What? He, like he was telekinetic or? Yeah. Like basically he, he gets the producers <laughs> on the show whenever they stand opposite to him to like kill themselves so that he can Jeez. run to like the right. last season of Family Matters. Yeah, it's very good. I digress. <clears throat> Would you rather be carrying Arnold Schwarzenegger's baby mm. or... Live the rest of your life as an aged Danny DeVito. I would much rather carry Arnold Schwarzenegger's baby. Okay. <laughs> so shooting from the hip, we've got Dave's out the bat. He want well, he doesn't want. He chooses between the two. And notice my wording of would you rather be carrying Arnold Schwarzenegger's baby? I'm not making any assumptions. It's just in there. It's in, I carry it in my butt. So to to term like this is at most nine. Months. Well, I would hope so. I mean, I guess I'm well, not. You never know what could happen. Yeah, I mean, am I, I just walking down the street with it in my arms? No, 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 no. <laughs> you said carrying. So. You are growing this. You are baby. growing the baby. However, I'm gestating it. Yes. Whose egg is it? Um, yours. It's your uh, egg. Your man egg. Um, don't man egg depressive. You know, you've heard of it before. <laughs> I guess choose the egg. Any egg you wish. Well, Emma Thompson's. All right, so there we go. It's Emma Thompson's egg. It was um, Arnold's Arnold's little boys. It seems. <laughs> In the- I'd rather do that than be an old it's, aging. I mean, you said okay, aging. Okay, is Danny DeVito <laughs> okay? He's this- still with Rhea Perlman, so I mean, you at least no. They that. they separated, and then they got back together. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah, they've um, done that four times over the last two decades. Well. I imagine marriage is hard. Well, also, you do that, then you drop an album, and you sell so many because you're back again after you're out of retirement. Blake's Scott Hall lock is driving me crazy yeah. right now. I just took my hat off because I was sweating so much. You know who Scott Hall is? Is Kevin Nash going to come out here in a minute and kick somebody? Yeah. <laughs> Big sexy. Is that better? What, what was Scott Hall called, like... In his uh, oh God! Because that um, was—I wasn't really watching the WWF, so I'm not sure what his. God, he wasn't Razor Ramon, right? No, Who Razor Ramon is somebody different. Rest okay. in peace, too. Oh God, that's Razor gonna drive me—that'll just drive me nuts. It's though. just gonna jump out to you later. Anyway, talking about jumping out, there are random um, 
clips from the movie that are just in logic that will just bounce out. So listener know that uh, it's not that I'm like, I've got the tab- tablet in front of me and I'm like, wizow, bing bow. And then it's different. I it's wish just happening. were lines from the movie. Wizow. Wizow, I hate this. <laughs> bing bang. What a terrible I, idea. What? This is his, his reel from, um, he was going to be the genie from uh, Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was either him uh, oh, that would or have been a Robin movie. Williams. So he like read everything. He was like, I'm a genie. Bing bow. You rubbed me the right way. Hello, Mr. Aladdin, sir. <laughs> Can I take what? your – I can't do an Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I'm the worst, I'm the no, worst no, no. Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, you're great. Was, All of ours are more like Larry David than Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Can I take your order? <laughs> pretty young, pretty <laughs> All right, Amos. Oh my God. Do you want the baby or do you want to be Danny? Well, it's nine months or the rest of my life. <laughs> yes, which so, is actually on, what? The, well, on the other side of where you are right yeah. now. Yeah. It was back there. Um, yeah. Well, okay. So I'm assuming that legally I have no obligation to this child since I'm just a, a surrogate. I'm thinking you get paid. Okay, cool. I'd rather that than be an old. Okay, uh, that's all right. Back to my question. What is the correct term for short people now? I think just little people's fine. Is it little people? That's I think so. see, t- to me, if I were, say if I were Peter Dinklage, I would mm-hmm. rather be called a midget than a little person. I can tell you right now that I disagree with that. That has like a negative connotation to it now, I think. I think it, well, I, I think only because people used it in a negative term. Like, you know, I don't I don't think that like Little person sounds like someone wants to put a hat on me and make me dance. Yes. I don't know. As long as they didn't, like, you know, call dwarf me Dwarf is fine. I think, is that appropriate now? But, I don't but know. Dwarf, but, but dwarfism it's, it's specific. is a specific thing. Yeah, so I think that that's okay. I don't know. We well, are all idiots. That's yeah, yeah, for sure. And here's the bottom find. line. Just correct me and tell me, and we'll be good. Yeah. You know? All right. Well, anyway, does Danny DeVito, is Danny DeVito just a short person? He's, he's just a short person. Huh. So where's the distinction? Because he's... For one? I think it has to be an actual genetic... Okay. You can't just be small. How just like if you're he? like super tall, you're not a giant. You're just super tall. I think he's four eight. Four foot eight. Cartwheels. Got to be good at him. Right? What if he's shorter than that? He might be shorter than that. Is he taller hey, or shorter if, than Tom if, Cruise? If I was him, I would just grow up. Now, okay, so if, the, if I was on the opposite side and for some weird, crazy reason, I chose instead to be the age of Danny DeVito, I would just grow a long beard and I would just walk around with an axe and just like pop into people's conversations and say, and my axe. Yeah. That's what I would do all the time, but I don't want to be Danny DeVito. So I would never do that anyways. I'm trying to figure out how to Google this, uh, cut off height. That's not how that works. I was just lying. Well, a lot of people thought it was. So, okay. Little people of America, defines dwarfism as a medical or genetic condition yep. that usually results in an adult height of four foot ten or shorter among both men and women, although in some cases a person with dwarfing condition may be slightly taller than that. The average height of an adult with dwarfism is four feet, and then it goes off somewhere else. So it's 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 a medical term. <laughs> These questions don't I'm not interested. What I am interested in is your fucking answer. <laughs> All right? So I'd rather have the, the baby. The he'd rather be... Pre- great. All right, let's move on. He'd rather be pregante. <laughs> let's talk about Junior. <laughs> 
I want to talk a little bit about what we're going to review. But before that, I want to set up the stage as to what, um, how well this film did and, and what it took to kind of take it off the floor. What is a good saying? Um, make it move. Make it happen. I don't know what you're talking the about. The steps that it took to, to make to be greenlit? Yes. There we go. That's what I was looking for. Do they don't have that term in Canada? Um it's we, 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 we call don't, it to be They don't uh, have the color green. Tree syruped. That's what when you want to go ahead with something you Yep. Go ahead and syrup it. Everything's green in Canada, that's the problem. Um so the director, Ivan Reitman. Writers Kevin Wade, Chris Conrad, stars Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito, Emma Thompson in this 1994 classic. Guess what quote was on the front of the VHS that I saw? You mean the tagline? Isn't this a great decade? A raucous good time. From Variety. I laughed yeah. until I stopped. It takes the strongest man in the world to do a woman's job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, Wait, is it the tagline for the film, or did Variety actually review the movie and say that that was that was like one of their review lines? That was one of their review lines. What? Yeah, I don't know. The '90s, man, very strange. Um, so I found when researching Junior, the writers, um, ten years later, revisited the movie and kind of wrote about it a little bit and gave like a plot synopsis, which I'd like to read because it reads a little bit different than I remember the film because it's from the writer's perspective. I think it's quite nice. (laughs) We developed a story where two doctors invent a fertility drug to reduce the chances of a woman's body rejecting an embryo. The conflict comes from the fact that they cannot do human trials. Thus, one of the doctors decides to use it himself. As the story evolves, we come to see that at the beginning, he has no intention of actually giving birth, but later he cannot let go. When his colleagues try to convince him to stop, he delivers the penultimate line of the movie. My body, my choice. That was really freaky because that scene is the worst thing in the movie. You talking about the, the, the scene where like the baby Arnold is like yeah. the, the dream sequence where they yeah. sort of stretch his face around like a like a, a baby head shape yeah. and it looks so bizarre. scary. Also, how weird is it that as soon as I stop, it my was, body, it was my weird. choice. <laughs> that was weird. Uh, well, yeah, that I, worked out well. That blurb is so serious to such a ridiculous film that it made me it tickled me very much. So in North America, the film grossed about twice as much as it took to make. So it was, a, in, in the time of 1994, a success for comedies. It was a 100% RO. Oh, I thought what I read was the uh, opposite. $37 million and it was $60 million return. Oh, I guess I was reading it incorrectly. I wonder how much it did anyway. in China. I don't know if movies did that uh, back in the 90s. Did yeah, they? they? They weren't really crossing the China. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, you know what that synopsis makes me think is if you're writing a script, you're probably way more concerned with plot than you need to be because uh, who gives a shit why he's doing it? The way I saw it, it was like they just wrote something for Arnold to be pregnant. They're like, let's just make him pregnant. But that's not how it came across. Like it was written – like Arnold – this was not written for Arnold. Do you want to know the actors that yes. were slated to play this before Arnold decided to. The fact that it's Arnold is amazing, but I need to know who they legitimately thought they were going to get to do So this. they wrote this for Mel fucking Gibson. 
Okay, I could see that actually. I could, uh, especially. So, when did What Women Want come 98 out? Ninety eight or ninety nine. Like By the that. way, there's okay. a Japanese version of that movie that you have to watch. He gets um, attacked by like a glowing love fish, and that's how he can hear what women cool. are saying. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, so Mel Gibson was going to do it, but then the church came and said, we disagree. <laughs> this is a true story. The church came and they're like, nah. The church? Yeah. The Pope gave him a call and said, ah. I don't know. Describe that Eric Church called them and he was like, I no, can't make any more The Catholic Church was like, we don't like this. And he was this like. Is Australian? No. They didn't like the. That so he's a Catholic. They didn't want him to do the movie because they didn't agree with the moral of the movie. Speaking of which, what the fuck is the moral? I don't of the know. Movie? All I can tell you is the church didn't like it. So well, I, the whole tagline, "My body, my choice," that's very much anti-Catholic, <laughs> right? So then the writers really wanted to do Woody Harrelson. Also, would have been awesome. But at the time, he wasn't a big enough star. So the so the in '94, I feel like that. I feel like he'd already done a decent proposal. That's what I'm reading here. When did White Man Can't Jump? Well, it, so out. it came out in '94. But did? when do you think that they like were? '91, '92 oh. is probably when they started shopping okay. this around. I'm guessing. Could be. This could have been his breakout movie. Uh, I'm kind of glad it wasn't. So Woody Harrelson really wanted to do it too. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm imagining where he like he does White Men Can't Jump straight into Junior. And then into a decent proposal. Like what an amazing trilogy of films. <laughs> Year of Woody. Year uh, of the Wood. So guess who came to them and said he, Sydney Poitier. he oh. really, really wanted to do this movie. There's a comedian, huge at the time. Oh my god, that would have been phenomenal. Danny DeVito and Sydney Poitier. <laughs> Who's Sydney Potamway? <laughs> he he was okay, he was in Guess who's coming to dinner? And you said, guess who? And the, so that, yeah, that okay. prompted me to... <laughs> He's a black actor whose heyday was the uh, 50s and 60s, I think. Okay. One, I mean, probably the first big... I mean, besides Bill Cosby, one of the first big crossover like actors from like what would traditionally have been like, what black other cinema. In the Heat of the Night? Mm. Yeah. The only thing I saw was Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, but he's been in a lot of things. Lilies of the Field? Mm-mm. I haven't seen that either. Okay, I just maybe if I started watching the movie, I would remember it, but it's not ringing any bells. These are all pretty far back, like fifties. Uh, Andrew Dice Clay, whoa, <laughs> for Danny DeVito's character, no, the other doctor, no, that okay, that would have been too. Andrew Dice Clay really wanted to be um, Doctor Alex Hess, so Arnold's. Can you imagine? And then his pitch he when he went and met Doc, I pushed the baby through my cock. Oh God. <laughs> He came out. He was like, "That was pretty good, right off the dome." He was like, "Hey, like I'm a womanizer. This is perfect for me." Oh no, no. He no. was like, it won't, "Women will hate me, but love me." Like these, these are things that he said. Like he, he came to the writers and the producers and and pitched it multiple times. Ugh. And then the writers really disagreed, and they said, "Look, it's not about hating Alex Hess. It's almost about like." Uh, the transition from him being like a cold scientist to a loving person. And what brought him there was uh, the magic of life, blah, blah, blah. So not what they were going for with Andrew Dice Clay. I feel like that movie could so easily, that movie could so easily jump the shark and it like, okay, if Mel Gibson had been the lead, I think it would have been 
just like so many other early '90s uh, comedies, it would have been it would have had more of a like three men and a baby vibe to it. Yeah, Doctor Alex. And then, if, and then if you had someone like Andrew Dice Clay, that's that's so over the top. But Schwarzenegger is like threading the needle. It's weird as hell, but it works out kind of perfectly. Um, Arnold really, after reading the script, really, really loved the movie and like, uh, Whoa. wanted a, wanted to expand like, and this is the heyday of Arnold. You have to remember 94, but he really wanted to be more than just like a action star. So he pitched pretty hard to get it. And Twins was before this, right? So, and he said, I want to bring Danny DeVito in. Oh, so they the didn't twins. have Danny DeVito yet. Okay. No. Arnold brought in Danny DeVito. Okay. <laughs> he was like, Danny is the man for this. You're, you're turning into uh, Christopher Walken. Sorry. <laughs> what is Twins and Junior all about? Whoo! Yeah, I'm not doing it anymore. Well, you know, I'm just trying over here, okay? There's a lot of people just trying. <laughs> um... The mayor of this of a specific city in Austria where Arnold grew up loved this film so much after seeing it that he gave Arnold the key to the city. He, nothing else he had done before that. No. It was Junior. This was that, it. That was his accomplishment. Where he was born. And he they retracted the key to the city recently after he ended his um, – after he was caught – cheating or whatever oh with the uh the, the oh i yep. mean so they re- rescinded the key so he had had the key that long is it an actual key no, well so they're always so ceremonial like as a kid i always thought that, like when you got the key to the city that you just got to go around like you know go in the toys r us and be like all right well this is mine now <laughs> i just assumed that was not a thing that ever happened in real life like milkmen the mayor mm-hmm. will give me the key to the city yeah that's kind of all like the little tidbits. Oh, Roger and Ebert. Roger and Ebert? Uh, Siskel and Ebert. It was Siskel and Ebert at the time, I think. Two thumbs up. Yeah. It was very rare. Yeah, Roger Ebert really liked uh, Arnold's acting in the movie. Yeah. I mean, he was a good actor in it. It's by far the yeah. best dramatic performance he's ever turned in. Yeah. Like, hands down. Yeah, I would agree with that. Which is weird, It's right? oddly convincing. Like, the way that he's able to, to portray the character. And there's some really hilarious like slapstick things that my only body, my choice oh yeah that was a good so one me, he says that right before he punches noah B- yeah veins so uh, it's not very serious it's just like yeah you just it, towards the end of the movie it's like they want to make him a well the, the guy says you're not you and your baby are now property of this university and he says my body like, my that, choice that's not how <laughs> things work he's not a slave um, anyway. I'm not a number. I'm a free man. Also from this movie. Good job. Um, so let's talk a little bit about key plot points of the movie. So the beginning, uh, Arnold, Dr. Hess and his colleague, what's his colleague's name? Larry. D- Dr. Larry. Larry DeVito. Larry <laughs> DeVito. Danny DeVito um, have a drug called – what was the drug called? Uh, expectane. Yeah. Um, what an amazing name. It too. is a good one. It's a good name. I feel like that, that could be you a real expectane. name. You <laughs> expectane. You going to have a baby? Girl, you expectane. Um, is this kosher? Probably not. 
I was expecting not as good a film, but we actually got a pretty decent one here. Ooh, you should have write the quotes for the front of the VHS. <laughs> not what you were expecting at all. <laughs> uh, so they're trying to get FDA approval for their drugs so they can go into tests. They don't. And then um, Arnold's about to go home, leave. To Germany. Back to Germany. Austria. Austria. And, I believe he was, Ger- he was Germany in the film. And then Danny pretty much says, hey, dog, we could still do this. Show that it works, which I'm pretty sure all this is illegal. Yeah, I think there are multiple felonies. And, like, and he's this. like, screw the FDA. We'll get like some sketchy Germans or Europeans to float us some money. Uh, right? Some, something like that. It doesn't matter. Basically, None they're like, matters. look, the FDA Don't sucks. Matter. None of this matters. Just say um, Jones. Or- let's just shoot you up with a baby. <laughs> it doesn't matter. None <laughs> of this matters. <laughs> Shoot you up with a baby. You'll carry it to about five months. We'll get rid of it. All right, cop. And then we'll we'll show that it worked, and then we'll be rolling dough. That's and then yeah, pretty much. They both decide to do that, and then Danny steals an egg from our our third main character, played by the always wonderful Emma Thompson. Yeah, she is pretty great, Doctor um, Diana Redden, and very handsome. Which turns out <laughs> <laughs> something you don't hear too often anymore. What a handsome lady. A handsome broad, really, when you think broad. about him. Also something you don't hear too much Probably anymore. for reasons. Yep. Oh, broad, um, broad's classy. Broad. <laughs> it makes me think you're describing a piece of wood, like a, like a plank. <laughs> I guess because board sounds like broad. Yeah, that's probably so. all that's the only a reason I'm board thinking. piece of wood. Um, and, they, and it ends up being Emma Thompson's egg, which we find out later, yeah. which she names Junior. What a twist. <laughs> it's a twist. So he's carrying his baby with her. Yeah, so it's his sperm. Like it's they, his sperm. they inseminated. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got some quotes about his sperm. Let's see. <laughs> um, Danny DeVito says. I was say, Danny DeVito says all these quotes. Yeah, yeah. Strong swimmers, big load. Like, why did we need that? <laughs> There's like somewhat of a montage at the beginning when like they're impregnating uh, Arnold. And that's one of the things he says. Strong swimmers. Big I, load. I remember that line specifically because when we watched this, your wife bust out laughing. Oh, yeah. that was, And she, she did her patented laugh. For yeah. That. Cackle. It yeah. was wonderful. And then, of course, he says, uh, let's put a bun in your oven. Uh, so from that point forward, I spent the whole movie just, just thinking. Whoa. That was weird. Oh, come. Feel it. No, I don't think so. Come. Just feel it. Come here. We need a healing experience anyway. Give me a break, will you? Just do it. Here. Just watch. Be patient. Oh, did you see that? Ooh, right there. Yeah. Watch this little foot go. Up there. Oh, it feels so good. Can you believe it? Larry? I mean... What's going on? Oh, man. <laughs> Hearing, the clip is hearing, no good. And that's, that's DeVito's ex-wife, right? Yeah, so yeah. that scene was um, Arnold. That scene had a few parts of it that were kind of disturbing. Like, um, <laughs> That's the dinner sequence? No, no, that's when they're – so they're in the living room. It's after the dinner sequence. He's, he's yeah, starting yeah. to really, really show. Yeah. And um, he's um, – Danny says something like um, – women get so emotional blah 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 and arnold says take it back and he's like no i didn't mean that you're a woman he's like no don't say that you don't know what i'm going through pregnancy is crazy and he's like uh and then the baby starts kicking and uh that's what we just listened to right and i really did not like having that in my earphones it was it was very 
was gross. It was very gross. It was more intrusive than it was when you just watched the tape. Right. Yeah. Right. Agreed. Um, but here's something I don't like about that scene is that the way that his Danny DeVito's ex-wife, who's also pregnant, finds out that Arnold Schwarzenegger is pregnant is that she comes in seeing Danny like feel up Arnold's stomach and just assumes that they're in a gay relationship. And both of them are like, oh, no, 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 yeah. no, no, that's not it. it was, no, it's something much, much, much better than, than that. No, 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 he's pregnant. It's like, oh, my God, it's so offensive. It, well, it's Kevin like, Spacey should have tried then. It's like when you watch um, Seinfeld and, you know, the times – or, you know, the, the, not that there's anything wrong with that stuff. Yeah. It's, the, uh, it's heterosexual men being very, very sensitive. My nipples are very sensitive, quote. Now, that's probably the last thing I want in my headphones, <laughs> speaking of men, of – Heterosexual men being easily grossed out. By, uh, <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> right, right. Anyway, uh, blah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah, horrified yada. by by that. Yeah, it's just like so <laughs> offensive. Um, my nipples are very sensitive. What, where was that from in the movie? I, I don't know. Who cares? Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> now, I will say, my favorite sequence in the film is the one where he checks himself into the the, the women's, the women's uh, center, center or whatever. Yeah. yeah, That's probably my favorite like sequence in the entire film just because of the outfits that he wears and he attempts to disguise himself as a woman. And then the, the reason that he looks like a very manly woman is because he's from the Ukraine. He, Soviet I, Union pumped up it, with steroids, right? I think what, what – so Danny DeVito in that scene is playing – Schwarzenegger's husband yep. and he is portraying uh, he is trying to convince all these women that he is a woman uh that and he Arnold says that is he, woman. yeah he says that I can't remember the name he uses but the story is that she was an East German Olympian <clears throat> yeah who was give, who was forced to take a bunch of steroids mm-hmm. and that changed her you know physical makeup to make her Arnold sized and they buy it. It's believable. And that's that's another one of those things where you're like, man, they're doing some sketchy shit. Yep. You know the very beginning, the dream sequence he has where he's like finding a baby in a library? Yeah, yeah. That's so weird. And he goes, hello, there's a baby in here. <laughs> well, he just finds a baby in a library. Why yeah, do you have well, that dream? He's, he's so – it's got – I mean – I don't want to go too deep in it because I don't think anybody on the writing team thought really deep about that scene, but it's him finding a child in academia, basically. Yeah. Well, that's true. There's so much fluid in this movie. <laughs> fluid. <laughs> Seriously. Fluid exchange. Like everything. There's like fluid exchange, people getting injecting. Um, hey, so the drug. Expectane. What it does is it, it makes sure that you don't reject the embryo, right? right? So and so they're drinking that. Like he's taking two of them every day to keep the baby inside of him. Yeah, he's he's getting hormone treatment like a lot of women who are trying to <clears throat> conceive would take. That's the whole the whole time in this movie. I was frustrated because they're two scientists who never once say the word uterus. So they're they have to be thinking, wait, how is he going to mm-hmm. Deliver this baby. Yeah, where's the baby living? Is he going to die? They try to explain where the baby is. Well, so after watching it, I looked this up because all I could think was, and I tried to think of the least stupid way to Google it. Um, is this possible? 
And I found an article from New York Times, um, November 94. Hmm. And it was about the possibility Deuce. of a human man uh, carrying a pregnancy to term. And apparently it probably is possible. There have been uh, something like one out of about 10,000 pregnancies is, um, <clears throat> I don't know, without uterus, outside of the uterus, huh. where, where the fertilized egg implants itself somewhere. I guess, yeah, you'd say ex utero. Uh, implants itself somewhere in the abdomen or even the bowel. Mm. Uh, and most of the time that le- that, you know, doesn't successfully finish, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes it has. Um, and as far as the hormone stuff, that that's kind of easily done already. So wow. yeah, th- apparently this could happen. Some of the scenes that I also like in this movie is when, um, so they end up having to share, they get kicked out of their lab, but the new doctor, what was her name in it? I can't even think. Well, Emma Thompson. <clears throat> so Emma Thompson, she, she, she says that she'll share the um, lab with them if they need anything. So we, we find that Arnold's character is going back there a lot and he's starting to grow a belly and he's starting to throw up a lot and it's, it's causing some questionable activities. So Emma Thompson's like wondering about it. So they have to make up like a ridiculous lie about why he is sweating a lot and throwing up and blah, blah, blah. And they come to the conclusion that it's some weird disease from a small town in Austria where he starts getting fat. Um, but the worst thing about it is that he comes up with this lie when they're walking outside and like two large women are walking up <laughs> yeah. to him. And then all of a sudden he's like, it makes me fat. Yeah, he's I, like, I, so offensive. I saw that and I was like, oh, that just doesn't seem necessary. <laughs> like you could just say he's getting fat. You didn't have to like pan to like two large women walking and cats. What, what does he call it? It's um, he, you know, he just says a German name and it's something like fat town. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember, but, uh, and then Strudel is in there somewhere. Oh, that it is too. That's awful. Um, what are some other funny scenes in this movie? Oh, you know what to me is the best thing about the movie is the running gag of how clumsy, uh, uh, Emma Thompson is. Emma Thompson's character is like when she walks onto the dance floor and she has toilet paper stuck to her high heel or she's like kicking her. All that stuff. She's all all her physical comedy was very good. She's great at it. And then, like, the scene where uh, she and Arnold are having dinner at a lobster restaurant, and the first the first shot of the scene is the waiter picking up a, a claw from a different table and bringing yeah. it to her. Oh, there's tons of stuff like that. So that was funny. a great scene because you don't – it wasn't necessary to show her doing it because there had already been a bunch of those gags. Right, right. So instead, it's like you would expect that that would happen, and, and they go into it. I thought that was very good as well. Um, I think the dance – scene like arnold really wanting to go out with danny saying stuff like you never take me out anywhere they probably the one of the weirdest or not weirdest but just like i don't know if it's cheap either but there are so many jokes about arnold uh fulfilling stereotypes of Mm -hmm. women or pregnant women as far as being hormonal and things like that being but glowing and stuff like that there's just tons of that so there's tons of it but you know why it didn't make me too it didn't rub me as a lot of it was actually fine because it was 
very true. Um, like there were times I, I like, don't know. I just wonder if, if you were a man taking these hormone injections or, or whatever, taking this medication, is it really going to affect your no, psyche that much? I don't know. Because his character, he seems to become a totally different person. Yeah. I mean, the glowing thing I thought was pretty funny. When when he was like, when everyone talked about how glowing and how... Yeah, no, like, Baines says that uh, yeah. to him. You look ravishing. And then he has like Arnold... <laughs> say ravishing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like along those lines. It's kind of creepy. Dr. Hess, I've Noticed never, never seen you like this before. <laughs> Have you? Has something changed? You look... <laughs> Have you gained 100 pounds you, in your you gut? You look beautiful. Um, but Arnold has like a very existential moment where he's like eating, um, what is it called? Pigs in blankets. <laughs> yeah. Frank, Frank's in the blankets. <laughs> he goes, Frank's in the blankets are my favorite. Um, but he looks at, uh, at everyone and says, going, going, always going. <laughs> yeah. One day gone. Sleep and like it really. Sexual appetite. Sexual appetite. Yes, they're just scooping the middle out of the honey to melt. I really don't like this part. Hestiefen. <laughs> oh, that's that's normal. Hestiefen. That's how you say boner in German. That was a good one too. Yeah, yeah. You didn't like that scene? Oh, no, that I don't, I don't like hearing Arnold speak in this intimate voice in my head. In German, <laughs> it's, it's a little <laughs> scary. I like that he was scooping out a honeydew melon and got a boner. I was scooping off honeydew melon. <laughs> I've got, I got this massive erection. <laughs> Right. Imagine like leaning over in, in Amos's ear. Amos, Schleifen. <laughs> anyway, uh, I love that that going, going, always going, one day gone. <laughs> I, can't. I just love how you turn into Christopher Walken. <laughs> Wait through, it's hard. You say it. It deteriorates as he as he does. Say it. going, going, always going, one day gone. Going, going, always. Oh, in our yeah, yeah. Going, going. You put me on the spot and I can't do it either. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to do it? Yes. <laughs> of course this I do. This whole episode is just our terrible Arnold impression. <laughs> I mean, we're pretty much asked for it. Going, going. I can't do it. You're oh, I Jewish. love it. You sound, like, you sound like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I'm just Jewish. Going, going. Always going. Gone. Um, oh, my God. Did you know that uh, <laughs> Bernie Sanders and uh, Larry David were on the same episode of that uh, finding your roots television show like a, a, 10 years ago or so. Wow. And it turns out they're related, like not even like wait, 10 years ago, there was a show called finding your roots and they were all was, the same episode. That's weird. Just cause like probably almost no one could have told you who he was outside of Vermont. And then was Larry David even that well-known Seinfeld? Yeah. Yeah. But most 10 years ago, would, I mean, Kirby well, Enthusiasm came out in 2002. Okay, so that was – he was someone people probably would have The known. first five seasons were between 2002 and 2007. Right, right. But, but nobody would have known who Bernie Sanders was. Well, yeah. I but mean, anyway. it was a PBS show. I mean, come on. Yeah, it was. Uh, they might have known. Mm-hmm. Who <laughs> um, I do like the relationship between um, the lovebirds, Arnold and Emma. I thought that it was believable. <laughs> Other than him being pregnant, yeah. Other good scenes. Um, does my body disgust you? That's a good one. I'm actually agreeing to name your kid Junior, like they do at the end. Yeah, that's not a name, <laughs> right? That's all I was thinking every time I heard it. I was just, that's a that's a suffix. That's a title. I agree with that, or something. Uh, you know, let, let's say that their relationship continues in the future, right? 
Arnold and, and Emma's, right? Let's say they continue to go forward and they have this relationship. They have a kid together because it's her egg and his sperm, right? Mm-hmm. They have two. They have two the, at the end. Right, sure. She's pregnant. She's pregnant, right. So when the, the second one's born, up. or throughout the, the term of her pregnancy, right, as they are going along, you know, she she can't really complain about anything because then Arnold will be like, well, you tried doing it. I didn't have a uterus. I can't do <laughs> At all. That's, the best, uh, that's the best part of this episode is our our impressions that yeah. aren't good. He just can't, Dave's. Yeah, it's, mine's the worst. It's so bad. It's wonderful. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess that kind of evens the argument field a little bit, but... You know what's really making me think is I really want this... I want Larry David to have played that character. <laughs> I would love that movie. Um, this other doctor would be... Um, Bernie still, Sanders. Still Daniel. Or... or <laughs> I bet he's a terrible Jamie actor. Smooth. So. Or, or, okay. Jamie Foxx. No. I'll tell you what you got to do, Dr. Hess. A lot of black voice in this episode. Is that is, what that is? is? I'm just doing Jamie Smooth's voice. We were voice. doing it earlier when we talked about... Uh, oh, God. Saying black voice makes me feel so horrible. I'm just I, doing, I just got like the biggest wave of white guilt I've ever had, I think. So we're, have, the whole time we've been doing the Arnold voice, have we just been doing caucus voice? <laughs> <laughs> Austrian I mean, voice? if there was if whiteface was a thing, then yeah. But you know, but um, anyway. I'm I'm sure there's a militia somewhere in Georgia called Whiteface. <laughs> the Whiteface, yeah. Whitefish, you know, different yeah, thing, different thing, different, different thing. episode of the podcast, yeah, different, different podcast. <laughs> um, hey, Arnold K- kissing always gross. Now, kind of sexy in that one movie Ooh. that you and I watched. Uh, where he was the uh, sabotage, where he was the leader of that SWAT team, and he sleeps with that federal agent to get it to get. Her. And like, oh, yeah. she thinks that he's like falling for him, but he totally just plays her so that he can go to Mexico and kill all his people. That's right. What movie is this, dude? Sabotage. Yeah, it is amazing. It's pretty good. Arnold learns how to kiss in his old age. Yeah, I think so. Um, but here, him kissing Emma Thompson Ooh. was super gross. You know what was also really gross? He's on the couch with her. They're kind of like making out, and he like boosts his belly up. While they're making out, it's uh, very funny. Very, very funny. Because he's got to, like, adjust his gut to, I know, to get in I'm there. I'm only pretending I've never done that, so. <laughs> hey, girl, hold on. Just, uh, it's called the old the old uh, tuck and smooch, I think. Is what. Tuck and smooch. <laughs> tuck and smooch. He's from the, the village of Tuck and smooch. Hello. <laughs> My name's Robbie Tuck and smooch. It's Russian for some reason. <laughs> He had a talk. We're doing so many accents, and they're all so bad. Uh, Tukin smooch. I wonder. I'm trying to think of any other notable scenes before um, we talk about right before the montage. His. uh, We we mentioned Emma Thompson's physical comedy because of her clumsiness, but Arnold's physical comedy as a result of his condition is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he really, he really owns the I'm carrying around like this massive weight in front of me look. Has has he done other than that movie and I haven't seen Twins in forever, has he acted that much in anything? Jingle all the way. You'd be surprised <laughs> yeah, okay. how funny he is in Jingle All the Way. So he's much he plays more of Emma Thompson in that. Like is yeah, very, is very Jingle physical. All the Way the one with Sin yeah, he wants the kid. Yeah, uh, little yeah. Anakin wants the. Um, what was that kid's name whose life was ruined from episode one? Jacob. Jake Lloyd. Lloyd. Jake yeah. Lloyd. Oh, is he the? Son? He's the kid. Oh wow. Yeah. 
He was good in Jingle All the Way, though. Wasn't so good in Kindergarten Cop. Kindergarten Cop. Kindergarten Cop. Yeah, not a great. But in Kindergarten Cop, he plays more of a straight character. Okay. Doctor, no, uh, Officer Richard Kimball. <laughs> Kimball. Officer Richard Kimball. <laughs> fuck? That's good. I'll accept it. <laughs> I think to do his voice, you really just have to make guttural sounds. Kick. Every now and again, an English word slips in there. Did you ever see Last Action Hero? Oh yes, it's one of, the, it's one of his that's, best films. It's pretty great. So, so John McTiernan directed that, who was the director of um, both Predator and Die Hard. Sweet, it was great. It was so meta at some points. And did you ever see? Uh, the answer is yes. If it's an Arnold movie, what's the one where except he, for Stay Hungry, he goes to hell or something? Uh, oh. No, you talking about end of days. End, end of days. days. He doesn't yeah. go to hell. He meets the devil, played okay. by Gabriel Byrne, and he okay. swears. He drops the f bomb in that somewhere. Well, now he, now to, he swears. On, I mean, he drops the f bomb in a lot of his films. But I will say this: the best line in that film is between, he talks. He tells the priest, "Between your faith and my Glock nine millimeter, I'll take the Glock nine millimeter." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Between your faith and my Glock. <laughs> I take the Glock. Glock. Yeah. Glock. I will take my Glock. Nine millimeters. Um, Man, Arnold. So most of my favorite scenes we've talked about, the last being, of course, uh, towards the end of the film, when they – we already talked about it a little bit. When they go to the – what I mean, what is that? Like a pregnant retreat for women? I, I, I don't even women's get clinic. what it is. Yeah, women's clinic. Something they probably have in California that they don't have here. I guess. I guess like when a woman needs like bed rest and she just needs to be away from everything. Like or maybe perhaps- she's rich and doesn't have like the support of the father. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she's rich and the father wants to get away from her. Or maybe she's, I don't know. It's like, it looks very fancy. It looks like it's just like a, it's a very fancy hotel for pregnant women where all the staff are midwives. So there's an amazing montage, which I've incorporated into one of our games. But what I want to talk a little bit about is the sex scene. There's a sex scene? Well, there is. Oh, oh, I see. But do you remember what Emma Thompson goes, do you have your own room? Yeah. I'm not about to have a child with a man I've never slept with. I mean, she's committed. Yeah. Because. That's got to be weird. Well, she. Okay. Oh, that reminds me. When she says. When she talks about how she's into overweight men, and she says, um, I don't know, she has some metaphor about uh, junk in the trunk. I can't remember exactly what she says. But then she says something about her portly cousin who she was in love with. Oh, yeah. And they just kind of. It's Britain. It's Britain, man. I guess so. Well, it's quite funny, though. It's her awkwardness. I think that that maybe what stays, what happens at the Abbey stays at the Abbey. Do you know that we I know. before I knew what Downton Abbey was, I thought it was Downtown Abbey, and it was like about uh, like it was like a noir like prostitute show. And it was like Downtown it's like, Abbey. It's like the Deuce, but it's in England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it was just you know about a girl named Abby downtown who's plays hard, fast, and loose with the rules. Yep. Downtown Abbey. Um, <laughs> that voice. Yep. What do you think that sex scene would be like if they would have done it? Well, describe me, describe to me how they would. It would have been a lot like the sex scene between Sandra Bullock and Sylvester Stallone in Demolition Man. 
Which is to say, it didn't. Ha- it doesn't happen. <laughs> it's like, yeah, gross. <laughs> Fluid exchange. They got outlawed in nineteen or in twenty, uh, you know, seventeen or whatever. You know, the wild mambo. Oh yeah. What but else he, he, he goes. He goes. You know, boning the wild mambo, oh. the hunka chunka. That's it. The hunka chunka. <laughs> Fucking Sylvester Stallone and his the hunka chunka. Yes. You know, boning. The wild you know, boning. <laughs> it's very close to Arnold. Yes, uh, yeah. uh, you know, boning. Uh, <laughs> the hunka chunka. That's like baby Huey. What the hell is that? <laughs> I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm method acting. I'm trying to get into it. You're turning into Yogi Bear. <laughs> hey, poo poo. You want to do chunka. the hunka chunka? Hunka <laughs> chunka baskets. <laughs> no, Yogi, I'm tired. <laughs> No, I just washed my hair. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm gonna put it in your picnic basket. No, you've said that a thousand times. <laughs> it's never it's, in my picnic basket. It's not funny anymore. Well, I don't even remember what Boo Boo sounds like. I just know that he sounds like a dweeb. Dweebs. That's what dweebs sound like. <laughs> you fucking dork. <laughs> um. So they have this baby, <laughs> but the dean at some like at the end of the movie, the dean or whatever he is, or whatever he is, he's like a maybe just the head of the head, he's of, the head that, of that department. Yeah, yeah, finds out what's going on, finds out through like a um, curious janitor <laughs> what's happening, when they're going to have the baby. That's <laughs> what happens. A curious janitor well, yeah, takes out like a fumbles a flip phone and takes it out and calls him. And he's like, "They're gonna have the baby on this date." Whatever. They said something about a C something. Yeah, that's what he said. Doesn't know what a C section is. Said something about Caesar. I think there's gonna be a revolution. Um, or a salad. I'm not sure. <laughs> one of the two. Or uh, a great haircut. So or a casino. I don't know why he's really everywhere. That Caesar. But apparently. Uh, if you are the head of a uh, a science division, you can call the media and hundreds of people just show up at your disposal. And then he brings the dean in and blah, blah, blah. And so this means that like Arnold and Emma Thompson sneak in through the back while – Amazing. Which is very – which is a very funny scene. Because you know, he's like in basically the labor the entire time. But he can't go anywhere. Right. So that's gross. So it's, it's it's almost certain death for him. Yeah, and he's the baby. like dying because it's ruptured and he's going. He will have sepsis in a matter of minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and the baby is almost certainly dead. Yeah. Oh. And so Danny DeVito brings his pregnant wife in, ex-wife in, um, and it's like a in your face, Dean. And then whatever the other guy gets fired. Hooray, the bad guy. Um, Bains. And I like that. Like, you don't have babies at a doctor's office. Sure, not typically. And this is a doctor's office. Well, yeah, and let's, let's – Well, be- they can't do it at a hospital. No, I agree. But, I mean, like, it's like when Danny DeVito calls him ahead of time, like, everyone's prepared to have a kid there, though. Like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, 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 let's have a kid well, here. Well, it's not the worst place to have a kid. I mean, there nope. are doctors. And- I'm, just, I'm just saying. They got, they got instrumentes, which, of course, is Spanish for surgical <laughs> instruments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> Who else could we offend um, on this podcast? No, no, no. Everybody knows that's how you make English words in Spanish. Yeah. 
Um, I think we went on. I think one of the comic tropes we went into detail about the same thing. I, yeah, I did because I think I explained what Spanish people do to turn English words and or Spanish words into English. Yeah, they put T I O N on everything. Yep, commation, dormation. Mm-hmm. That's how you make English words. It's true. Uh, so Arnold mm-hmm. has the baby. It gets cut open. They take it out. Hooray! There's a baby. And then twist. Uh, Danny DeVito's ex-wife has a baby too. And then well, that's not really a twist. I mean. Well, she was, yeah, I guess, but then she wasn't supposed to have the baby then, right? Yeah, it's not the most convenient time for everyone else. It's back to back babies, yeah. Um, and then they have a baby. Well, she and one of the members, no, not members, the personal trainer for Aries, that's right. And then Danny DeVito becomes the de facto father. I like how that all ran together. That was kind of sweet at the end. De facto Danny DeVito, he had always wanted a kid, he still loved his ex wife, Ipso DeVito. I think it's one of those. Epso DeVito. E pluribus. De- uh, never mind. E pluribus DeVito. Um, and so they get back together, flash forward to a beach scene where everyone's happy with babies. Emma Thompson's pregnant. Everyone's still together. Um, but the one thing that I could have gone without was when Junior shits all over, sticks his little baby foot into the cake, and then. A parenting Arnold bends over and licks the cake off the baby's foot. Uh, he does? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Oh, yep. I didn't see that. Yep. He's just like... But then he laughs. You know, he's got that Arnold laugh. He's like, and he's like... <laughs> this baby's foot is delicious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will eat cake off every piece of body. No. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Sorry. You're Boris, for some reason. Your, your Arnold is like... <laughs> he's aust- it's he's like, Austrian have you for ever, like two or three seconds. Have you, <laughs> you ever played paintball? Uh, yeah. It's yeah. like paintball guns that they have at the place. You shoot the paintball, and it, for about a split <laughs> second, it's going straight, and then it just goes off yep. in a direction true. you can't control. Let me try that again. Um, Give me your foot, baby. I'm going to <laughs> lick something off it. That was better, right? <laughs> that, was, that was better. That was better. So, that's the movie. What mm-hmm. I want to talk about before we get into the other parts of the podcast is that there was actually another movie. About that came up before this about a man who gets impregnated called. <laughs> Does that say rabbit test? Rabbit test. <laughs> what? It's nondescript. <laughs> rabbit test. Is it a foreign film? And that's being pull it up so you guys can see it on your phones. But <laughs> rabbit test. Billy Crystal's first movie. <laughs> Whoa. His first film. Does it say that in the wiki article? Yeah. Well, first starring role. Okay. What year is this? 1978. Okay, so I'm trying to imagine what the announcer for the trailer sounds like. Oh, so rabbit test is a a it was an early pregnancy test. They called it a rabbit test. Developed in 1931 because because rabbits fuck a lot and procreate. That's my assumption. Or is like the or is rabbit yes and turtle no? <laughs> Directed by Joan Rivers. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's weird too. But the description of let me just read you this sentence. Please do. Please do. Yes, yes. The original test used mice and was based upon the observation that when urine from a woman in the early months of pregnancy is injected into immature female mice, the ovaries of the mice enlarge and show follicular maturation. What? Who the fuck observed that happening? 
Scientist, man. What? Scientist let's, was like, let's take this lady's piss and inject it into a mouse. Hey, man, people do weird stuff with pee. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway. But Joan Rivers, I would watch it just because of Joan Rivers. Not necessarily the Billy Crystal part, though. Um, oh, you have a very strange face. What's I'm still reading. So, so the rabbit test was, okay, it was the same thing, but with a rabbit. To tell if a woman was pregnant, you would inject her urine into a rabbit and see how it affected the rabbit's ovaries. That seems like you could just wait till, you know, the period stopped. Instead of, like, harming the rabbit. They were trying to come up with pregnancy tests, and they're like, well, how many rabbit ovaries can we harvest and sell? (laughs) Because all I need to do is squirt your pee on the rabbit ovary. If 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 it engorges, you're pregnant. If it doesn't, you're not. Oh, my God. Gross. Uh, is there anything else about the movie you guys want to talk about? Otherwise, I want to move on to some other stuff. I still can't tell what I think of it. Really? Yeah. That's yeah, okay. It, it was either like they threaded the needle of completely absurd really well, but it's still kind of a piece of shit in a way. <laughs> I don't know. So it aged pretty well. I mean, let's talk about, well, I don't know. What other movies came out? Let's try to so let's try to pinpoint how much we like or dislike this movie. What other movies are classics from 1994? I think a lot, right? There's a lot of good movies from 1994. Jurassic Park 94 was that later? 93. 93. So I mean Jurassic Park it aged well too, even though Well, yeah, that's like one of the best movies of that decade, I would say. Apollo 14 maybe. Just Did a that? sequel to Apollo 13. <laughs> I'm not sure that that aged well. We're like, also going to the moon. Hopefully we're not going to crash. Directed by Han Broward. Shawshank Redemption. Came out in 94? Mm. Yeah. Huh. Stephen King classic. Pulp Fiction. Mm. Dear God. Leon the Professional. Oh, Leon. The Lion King. Oh, Leon. Uh, yeah, it was the, it's, it's the mixed. It was not Leon. It was the Lion King. <laughs> Lion King the Professional. This Leon King the, the Professional. professional. <laughs> this is for Mufasa. Interview with the Vampire. Vampire. I think all of these are better than... (laughs) That's too bad. Ace Ventura Pet Detective? Mm. Doesn't age well. Does not age well. But it was very funny when I saw it. So that's the first one I can say absolutely has not aged well. True Lies. Classic. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation? That's the one with Renee Zellweger and um, uh, Matthew McConaughey. That's right. All right, all right, all right. They were uh, they were both uh, at I believe Texas A and M. I think that's where they went to school, or University of Austin. I don't remember where, but wherever they were that they were in school, they were really good friends with each other in college. And because they were, they both acted pretty heavily, and that movie just was filmed there. So I found some movies that um, this movie is definitely better than <clears throat> The Flintstones, <laughs> Street Fighter. Little Giants. R.I.P. Raul, Raul yeah. Julia. Um, Star Trek Generations. Generations is good. Oh, wow. In the Mouth of Madness. Man, 94 was a great what year. What is In the Mouth of Madness? Oh, my God. It's, uh, Sam Neill, where he's... It's basically the... It's a John the, Carpenter film. John oh. Carpenter, based on um, At the Mouth of Madness, which is a uh, Lovecraft story. Yeah. 94 was banging. Yeah, 94 was banging. So what? what's... Did I like Junior? It aged really well. It was very funny. But now I'm reading all of these. I'm like, wow, all of these are really good movies too. So I don't know. But I can say that I definitely enjoyed Junior. 
throughout, I mean, I felt that some of the, like the fat jokes, that was kind of stupid. The, like the, ooh, gay people. That was a little much. Other than that, yeah. yeah. But other than that, I thought it aged pretty well. It was very funny. I thought everyone acted very well. I, I love Junior, and I think it's one of Schwarzenegger's better films. He definitely acted. His acting was I definitely would, good. At I it. would put Junior. I'd say I don't enjoy it as some. Like, I wouldn't put it in my top five Schwarzenegger films because there are films that he does worse in that I like better for their spectacle. Right? Like, obviously, he acts much better in Junior than he does in Commando, but Commando's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Because he feeds ice cream to a deer. I'm, 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 I'm almost positive that deer just like runs a few feet away and just explodes because its, <laughs> it's insides can't eat dairy. Yeah. It, just, it collapses. Although I did just think about something. My girlfriend was born in 1994. Do you think that Arnold Schwarzenegger is her mother father? Oh, that's true. Her father? I think so. I'll I have think. to ask her. So we, before we review this, would you guys like to play some games? Yeah. All right. <laughs> So, my first game is called Junior or Not. I'm going to give you a quote from Junior, or I'm not. <laughs> and you have to tell us. We have to tell you. You, you have to read it in your best uh, Arnold voice. Oh, God. Or Danny. Some of them says Danny. Um, and if you can tell that it is not in the film, where could it fit in in the film? If it is in the film... Tell us where from the film it's in, okay? <laughs> we just pass this around like a blunt? Yep. <laughs> so I'm going to mark the ones that I want you to read. So we're going to start off with an obvious one that I'm going to do for you guys. My nipples are... Oh, damn it. <laughs> well, that's definitely in it. That My well. nipples are sensitive. Yeah, that was in it. We've already talked about it. We, we heard it. It was the clip. It was right in my uh, my earpiece. Yep. So now what I'd like to do is hand over something for Amos to read, because I believe of the three of us, you are the best um, voicist. You're the best voicist impersonator, vocal impersonator. I have wrote down Arnold and Danny, and this could be from the movie. So tell me if it is. And if it isn't, tell me where it could fit in. I'm getting into character. Okay, good, 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 good. I'm kidding. He's just doing his best Daniel Day-Lewis over here. Ladies and gentlemen, when I tell you that I'm an oil man, you'll believe me when I tell you that I'm an oil man. I want the epidural. And now I'm thinking, can I do Danny DeVito's voice? You said you didn't want it. And you said that even if you did ask for it, that that would just be crazy talk. Give me the juice. (laughs) That's very good. Danny DeVito was fucking awesome. Thank you. Yeah, that was very, very good. Mm -hmm. So... Was that in the movie? No, that's not in the movie. I'm pretty sure. So it's true. It's not in the movie. Okay, yeah. Um, it is from uh, when what to do when you're expecting or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, where could it be in the movie? The last scene. <laughs> yeah, when they're giving birth. Well, yeah, no, no, I, I, meant, I meant when he was licking the cake off the base. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold, why do you want an epidural? <laughs> I really want to taste this baby's foot. You told me you didn't want it, but I good. don't. But I don't want to feel it. <laughs> Give me that pedro right now. I want to taste the, the, the cake foot, but I don't want to feel it. I mean, isn't an epidural just numbs your entire body? Yeah, it basically paralyzes you. Yeah. Can you feel how soft my skin is? Yeah. 
It's so supple. Very good. Now, was that in the movie? Yes. It was, definitely. It was a beautiful, beautiful one. <laughs> That's when they're living in a little house, a little townhouse together. <laughs> Wait a second. Do it, as Arnold. You know how to whistle, don't you, Steve? You just put your lips together and blow. <laughs> what? Uh, what is that from? I mean, I know it's a... It's a classic movie that I forgot yeah. already. I'll do another one. Hello! There's a baby in here! <laughs> this is the best game we've ever played. <laughs> so this is, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At the beginning, right? Yeah. There's a baby in there in the library scene. It's very good. <laughs> um, do you want a, Dave, do you want a hard one? Uh, it was from To Have and Have Not. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. But <clears throat> what I remember it from, I think, is um, maybe Kill Bill. Uma Thurman says yep. it. Yeah, anyway. I could go for like a huge cookie right now, like with a lamb kebab simultaneously. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so good! It's, it's it's very much like a, a Jewish Brooklyn guy <laughs> or something. Like well, it. saying kebab as Arnold kebab. is also kebab. You try to do it. Yeah, you try to do that same one. The circle. I could so go for like. A huge cookie right now. We'd like a lamb kebab simultaneously. It's cookie. Very hard. Juno? Juno. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was Juno. It was, I guess a classic. I Googled like classic pregnancy lines to see if any of these would trick us, but <clears throat> they don't. All right, and to end it out, we're going to have. <laughs> Please, God. Dave, read the one with the arrow next to it. The, you know what? It's not even that my Arnold is that funny. It's bad, so it's funny, but Amos thinking it's funny makes it even funnier to me. I'm going to make him an awful he can't refuse. <laughs> that, what that made me think was a children's cartoon where a rat is playing a gangster. And that's the voice. It, that sounded like Rizzo. To is, me. is that from, is that from uh, Godfather, Godfather on the Roof? Yeah. Godfather on the Roof. <laughs> All right, do this one as Danny DeVito, the last one. Overdubbed in iTunes. No, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, oh, take your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape. <laughs> Which is obviously... In the scene when he gets attacked by the monkeys. <laughs> right, remember that when the macaques get him. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather hear Charlton Heston doing Danny DeVito's lines from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, I would like Frank's that. Frank's lines, so. any of Frank's lines. Go and download me a hoagie off the internet. That sort of thing. So, guys, do you remember the monologue? Or not the monologue, the uh, montage at the end? Oh, yeah. How well do you remember it? Uh, about as well as I remember anything in the movie. I watched it last night. Great. So this is what we're going to do. I'm going to play it in the background. Dave's going to start off, and he's going to explain what's happening. And then he is going to kick it over you, and you're going to finish the scene. So it's been, it's been probably a year since I've seen it. All right. A year and a half. Then let's do it. So when it starts up, I want to hear your best whisper talk. I woke up this morning. So feeling in this part of the, the montage, he's arising on his first day in the women's so center. Much my heart and he's thinking about how much he misses his life outside the women's center. It's going to take some time to get adjusted to it. So as he's thinking about it, he's 
see in the visage of Emma Thompson's character yeah, in his mind. I miss you so much. And he wants nothing more than to get back to where pick up the phone to talk to you. He can speak to her. So he's calling. He's writing memoirs. He's jogging. The rest of the ladies love him. He's hideous to look at, but they love his person, her personality. I'm a winner. This is me assuming your gender. So he decides to form a bobsled team with other women. We're going to win. I'm spying dry. Exactly. Get on up with bobsled time. Exactly. <laughs> it becomes Rizzo. Uh, and they they show all those Swedes who's boss. He's doing a lot of yoga at this point. He's confirming up his love of you. You know, the tough part was when they got beat by the Jamaicans. Well, I mean, that was just a great... Dynasty, really. Yeah. Emma, I miss you. Bob Sledding, please Bologna call me back. Those Jamaicans for most of the 90s. I'm here I think if this is this late at night and he's here without you, he's laying down in bed. He's in the bed. I'm thinking about John Candy. I think this is when they're running down the stairs. Yep. Yeah, that's what made me think about Bob Sledding, is there's a lot of running downstairs. And so they're going down. I want you to put yourself in his shoes, Amos, and tell me what you think he's feeling right now at this moment. He's probably thinking, man, I'm a sketchy weirdo because I'm pretending to be a woman in this place that is almost explicitly only for women. I don't think you've got the empathy part now. I think you're mostly judgment right now. I think I'm empathizing more for these other women. He's probably got a lot of solitude. He, he pretty much spends the entire movie just being deceitful. At this moment, Emma Thompson runs up. and he so With he's, her awesome pants. And, and remember, he's, no names. He sees Emma Thompson and he's like making pottery and she walks up. Oh and she, my. No. And she doesn't even flinch. You know, she's like, oh, he's in drag now. Okay. Doesn't <laughs> he's pregnant. Bother. He wears I mean, drag. Come on, That's dude. my man. I mean, come on. At this point, what's going to surprise man. her? It, yeah. It makes me think that she's not all there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he left a message. It's like, uh, Emma, it's me. I'm the woman center. What I've done. <laughs> You're, you're, you're oh, turning into Christopher Walken. Sorry. What I've done <laughs> is real bad. What I've done is bad. <laughs> what? Why is it you can do a Christopher Walken when you're not trying, but when you try, it's not Christopher Walken? I don't know. So the next time someone says, hey, do your Christopher Walken Just do impression. Arnold. Just, Just do, do Arnold. Arnold. Hello. Yeah. My name is, is Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Come with me if you want to live. I'll be back. Again, get to the chopper. <laughs> You've been pushing too many pencils at the CIA. Bennett, on a scale of one to ten Arnold Schwarzeneggers, what do you give Junior? How many of this film do I rate this film? I said, how many Arnold Schwarzeneggers? Look, here's the thing. One being like, my life would be no different than it is today. Or ten being, Junior had a great impact on my life and changed me as a human oh, being. So we're not rating the value of it, just how much of an impact it has had on our lives. No, I mean, we're... Of one to ten, how do you rate Junior as a film and as a thing? Yeah, subjectively, that's that's the key for Amos. I'd say it's a seven. It's it pretty good. It's pretty seven good, Schwarzeneggers. Right? Like you give it seven Schwarzeneggers. Let's hear it in the voice. I would give this film 
Seven of me. <laughs> Very good. Dave. I would give this film four red Sonyas. Four. Four out of ten, really. Well, okay, no. now if we're going to watch some Arnold movies, the, the Conan movies are and red Sonya. phenomenal. Now, now, four red Sonyas are worth more than, than six and a half uh, Schwarzeneggers. It's a complicated it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, currency. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's like Bitcoin. <laughs> you have to measure it by other cryptocurrency. Uh, in all seriousness, I would give I would give Junior a seven as well. Yeah, I I also would give this movie a seven. We just hit the jackpot. Three yeah. sevens, y'all. It was good. It was fun. I suggested to pretty much anyone. <clears throat> I think it's really great. I mean, if you really want to see, and I've said it several times already. This is by far, in his entire body of work, probably Schwarzenegger's most convincing dramatic role and his his performance, I guess, that he turns in. He made in. a pretty convincing cyborg or just straight up robot. I mean, this is true, but a robot is a robot. Right. Not necessarily, you know. Yeah, that was the joke. <laughs> yeah, that was the joke, Dave. Yeah. If, <laughs> if I have to explain it, I know that it landed. So now something completely that, different. And now for something... Completely different. That we need to do, Amos and I, we have an ongoing list of reviewing everything. Fish, Cousins, Soda Pop, Theater Snacks. Theater Snacks. So of this list, where do we put Junior, the movie? First of all, all right, is it better than Theater Snacks? Wait, Fish is the top? Fish is the top. What? Don't Not think the about band. it too much. Don't think about it. You can listen to the episodes. <laughs> it's pretty cerebral. Is it better than theater snacks? I'm going to say yes, but only just barely. Is it better than soda pop? No. See, I think it's better than soda pop. You're in a cheer wine before. There's literally no way Junior's better than a cheer wine. All right. Well, then that that then you're the tiebreaker. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> between soda pop and theater snacks is the 1994 hit movie starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito, Junior. So we we can't have theater snacks when we go see it. That's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. What kind of snacks are appropriate for Junior? Anything. It's about a pregnant person. You can eat whatever you want. Mm, like chunky, chunky I like, ices. I like, mix, I like to mix cuisines. He does. That's a good scene we didn't talk about. All right. Hey, before we go, Dave, first of all, I want to say thank you. And I hope that we can talk you into returning for some future reviews. Yeah. yeah. Good. It's, it's good to be back on a podcast with you. Um, you need to tell us what we're going to review in season two of let's review everything. Mm. So I keep a catalog of B movies Mm -hmm. that I've never seen. And I've seen a lot. I spent a summer with my friend Jamel once um, watching every 99 cent rental from sci-fi horror well, sci-fi fantasy and the horror genres at mm-hmm. the Hollywood video. So I have seen in the thousands of like her, like horrible B-movies. So you're going to bring us one or are you going to tell us to review B-movies? No, I'm going to give you one B-movie. All right. From, I've been, so I've been collecting a list for the better part of like three or four years of B-movies I've never seen. And it's not long because I've seen most everything. Yeah. Um, and so I'm going to suggest that we watch – this film from 1987 called Miami Connection. And Miami Connection is about a group of ninjas 
I'm there. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm with wait you. for it. It's about a group of ninjas in nineteen eighty seven who attempt to sell drugs on the street of Orlando. Again, the name of the film, of course, being Miami Connection. Mm-hmm. These ninjas want to sell drugs on the streets of Orlando's in a team of karate friends. Yep. Form a band mm-hmm. to sing songs about being friends and fighting drugs on the street. God, that sounds wonderful. <laughs> so we're going to get back together for next season and watch that bad boy. I'm excited. Uh, Amos, thank you so much for being here week after week doing the show. You are welcome. I hope that you have a nice week or two, depending on how long. Wink, wink. It takes us to record a wink, wink, another episode. We're recording one tomorrow. Oh, um, yeah. Good call. Dave, hmm. thanks for being here, man. Thanks I for talking about here. stuff. I loved being here. If you have one, if you have one bit of wisdom to pass on to the listeners mm-hmm. of uh, of what you took away, maybe from the movie or just mm-hmm. the times that you've had thinking about Junior, what would that be? My nipples are very sensitive. <laughs> Amos, <laughs> sing us out. Why do birds? <laughs> Suddenly appear. <laughs> every wait. Every time uh, the voice was it was starting to become someone. You else. are near. <laughs> every time you're near. Why? Uh, why do turtles swim inside a shell? Wait a second. What? It. <laughs> now I'm not sure what song are we doing. I don't know the song. What's the rest of it? I uh, I forgot. Uh, What the world needs now is love. What the world needs now. It's like, it's now it's Kermit the Frog doing his best Christopher Walken. <laughs> My name is Christopher. Your, your tone, it's all wrong. It's, stand up to me again. Kermit, I'll stab it's you in the wrong. face. It's uh, Kermit the Frog and, are they the same person? Let's review, review Kermit the Frog. Everything. Kermit the Frog. But possibly Kermit the Frog. Oh, man. Muppets would be a good episode.